Hello, everyone, and welcome to C-View Quantum Network. I'm your presenter, Daniel, and I'm here with producer Claudia Pareco. Our opening song features Reach for the Stars from Cyclone's new album, Showtime, available on all music stores and platforms. A moment of your time is one of the most extraordinary gifts we could ever be given. We are honored every time we've received a moment of your time. We are servants of the new age, the time of prophecy, the time of the ascending sixth sun. We are a platform for alchemists and multidimensional souls. We connect with many planes of reality and assist the awakening journey. We are pure light, transmitters of high vibrational light out into reality. Hi, thank you for calling. Our shows are held on Sorry, Fridays I can't at get 12 to the phone right Eastern now. Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time. At any moment to participate on our shows, please call 805-830-8344 and press 1 to talk with the host. Call for free at 805-830-8344 and wait in line, or you can use Take My Call. And for $11, you can jump the long list of callers. Do so at www.paypal.me slash P-U-R-E-C-O slash 11. And then please PM or email Claudia Pareco at cview1111 at gmail.com and include the phone number you'll be using to call the show. All of our podcasts are easily found in all social media and are available free, live, or on demand. To request a show, please write to Claudia Pareco at cview1111 at gmail.com or visit our website, cview1111.net. Now, let's listen to our host and topic of the day. Danny and welcome everybody to CBU 2022 is here and today we present Seeking Divinity with Sati and her 2022 predictions. We are so proud to present once again our monthly podcast Seeking Divinity with Sati Chappelle. She comes the first Friday of every month as one of the world's most sought-after psychic tarot teacher and channeler. Today, January, we're going to do predictions for 2022. This is a, a prediction that she has been doing the last years, and you can always go back to listen to her predictions for years past, and we ask Everybody, please share today's show with everyone in your social media. They can also listen to this, replay it free at any time, anywhere. And Sati has been offering greetings for more than 25 years, making her part of the group of the most experienced psychics available, available online. The experience of calling her show is entertaining, fun, 
but it provides growth for all callers. When you want to talk to Sadie, you want to make sure you are in a neutral space. You are connecting within and without everywhere with her energy. Let her go in. Let her touch your soul. And let the words provide you that peace of mind that you want. And there are many options for communication with Sadie outside her show today. So you can go to www.seekingdivinity.com and connect with Sati. And always ask Sati about a free, small something that is waiting just for you, that extra love, that extra care that we all want and that, can, that Sati provides in her magnificent way. You can also look for Sati on Facebook, Sati Chappelle. Go to her page, Seeking Divinity, and also you can go to YouTube, Seeking Divinity by Sati Chappelle, to listen to many of the things that she does. But now let's bring Sati to the show. Hey, Sati. So happy to see we have you here. Happy New Year. Welcome. Happy, happy New Year to everybody out there listening today. Happy New Year to you, Miss Claudia. Uh, wow, what a a beautiful start to the year. We had finally some snow out here in Colorado, which uh, has been missing. Um, normally, we have a whole bunch of snow. We can get it as early as uh, that first holiday in September, but we had none <laughs> until like uh, New Year's Eve, and, you know, thank God for that because we had those terrible fires um, out here in Boulder. So um, uh, it is proving to look like a much better year, a happier year, and we are going to talk all about that today. Great. I can't wait. And we are going to have some callers. We're going to get some of them after we have the predictions, Sati. Do you want to make them intertwine with the predictions? What is it that you wish? Uh, no, let's, you know, we'll, we'll do some predictions and then we'll take a, couple, a call or two. Um, I don't know that we're going to take a whole bunch of them today, but um, we definitely will do kind of a, an intermixing, I think. Um, that way people don't have to wait forever, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I know. So it sounds perfect. So go ahead, Sappy. Oh, thank you. Well, welcome everybody to the show. I'm always so grateful to know that you are out there and you're listening. Um, and, you know, we're all interested in this new year, this 22nd year. Um, two, two, two. It's a six year. Um, six for me has to do with a lot of unity. And, you know, there's a lot of numerologists out there that will also speak of it having to do with unity. But beyond that, it's kind of an even keel year. And I'm mentioning that for a specific reason because we're also from a Chinese astrology standpoint in an even keel year. 
we're in a water tiger year. Now, all of these different animals, there are 12 different animals, they each come under one of the five um, headings of, of the material world. So that could be metal or water, air, or, or you know, that kind of thing, wood. But um, this year, it's a water tiger. And, you know, tiger years in general are pretty mild. Yay! And a water tiger year in particular is pretty mild. So um, I think a lot of people are going to be happy to have that. Um, That's the good news. You know, the other news about it is there's not a lot of positives or negatives. It just kind of holds steady. And, you know, if you're in a great place, that can be wonderful. If you're not in such a great place, well, maybe not so much. But what I want to really say about a tiger year, you know, you look at a tiger, they go after what they want. They don't sit around and wait for something to come to them. So if you are in that place where you're like, oh, God, it's going to stay the same, please help me now, um, then I might suggest to you to be the tiger. And I'm going to talk about that quite a bit as we go on today. Um, One of the overall things that I have seen about this year with people is that um, folks will be looking at the existential questions of life and death and, like, longevity, security of of life in general. Um, I think all of that has been brought to the foreground in the last couple of years with the pandemic, life and death. Uh, You know, it really seems to be something to think of now. I mean, kind of prior to that, we were all in our happy little worlds going, yeah, you know, we'll live forever. Um, But, you know, that's really been brought to the forefront. So, you know, this kind of is revolving around how do we come back to sustainability? And, you know, Tiger Years are great for addressing that. And, yeah, this has to do with ourselves as individuals, but it also has to do with the planet. Um, so we're, we're going to be looking at the effects of extinctions, nature's health, the Earth's health overall, you know, trees, climate change, um, which actually more people will start to finally accept as being real. And it's kind of a funny thing to me. Um, as Claudia mentioned, I've been doing this job for over 32 years. <laughs> That's a long time. Um, and, you know, one of the things is that psychics and trans channels or channels and metaphysicians have been talking about is the earth changes. That's what we called it, earth changes. We've called it that for a very long time, since like before the 50s. Um, In the 40s, it was actually started to be mentioned, and then in the 50s, it really kind of gained speed. And, you know, um, we've been in them. We've been in these earth changes for like 30 years now. And it's one of those things you want to think of it kind of like a train, right? That train doesn't like take off like a shot. It kind of has to slowly get moving, and then the momentum builds upon itself. And that's where we're at right now in this cycle, is we're at that place where we can finally, like, see that momentum building. 
we can see that this thing is active. It's happening. Um, and, you know, that's, this year, 22, is going to be a big year where people finally get it and start to make some pushes towards change, like calling for more solid action regarding the climate. And, you know, this has been, this is important to understand because since the pandemic began, folks have kind of been wanting to get back to normal. And they're saying things like, oh, this is the new normal, or is that the new normal, or can we get back to normal? And I need to say, and I said this before on my shows, um, but I need to say again that normal is really no longer a part of life here on Earth. And the funny thing is, again, historically, life hasn't been normal since like a century or so ago since the mid-1900s, like just prior to the Industrial Revolution. So think about this. Since the turn of the last century, we've had the invention of cars. We had the pan pandemic of 1918. We had World War I. We had the first massive societal freedoms ever enjoyed en masse in the Roaring Twenties. Then, of course, we had the Great Depression, the Great Dust Bowls, too, the dropping of the atomic bombs on Japan. And none of that was normal. None of that. None of that had ever existed really on the planet with the exception of pandemics. And yeah, there were wars, but there weren't world wars, right? So none of that was normal. Now, the 50s and 60s might have actually been kind of the new normal, although the 60s were completely different from the 50s, right? Um, but the 70s and the very cold worldwide climate change of that era, the 60s and the um, drug use and, and the prolification of the rise of certain populations like women, for example, and, and you know, African-Americans here in America, um, the deep recession of the 70s, and the societal change that came from the prolific, prolific drug use of the 60s, 70s, and 80s, none of that was normal. None of that. Maybe we had a semblance of normal in the 90s and the early 2000s, but with the advent of cell phones and the internet, that remarkably changed society and life forever, we totally left that concept of normal yet again. So it's interesting because it's kind of an illusion that we think of life as having a normal tone. And I am going someplace with this today. Um, so let's bring it back to kind of like the concepts of climate. During all of that time, climate was in, in, inexorably changing to what it is today. And today, it's a world of extreme weather, right? We have these huge swings of hot and cold, immense rainfall, storms, hurricanes, tornadoes, um, snows, flooding. Like, flooding is, is crazy everywhere. Or fires are crazy everywhere. Here in the West, we have all of these fires. 
uh, meaning the western part of the United States, Australia, the Amazon. I mean, these places have never been on fire all year round where devastating fires rage, you know, pretty much normally, constantly, even like in the midst of winter. No, normal is no longer a thing. And the pandemic really kind of should have shown us that, if nothing else. And did you know that pandemics are actually kind of like a part of climate change? Like in actuality, you can look this up on a scientific level, pandemics are part of a warming climate because certain bugs come out of hibernation that is brought by the cold. And when I say bugs, you can think of that with regards to actual insects, or you can think of that as viruses, bacteria, plagues, that kind of stuff. So, you know, there's going to kind of be all of this and even far more to come as we move into the 30s and the 40s. But we're in the 20s now. So we need to kind of stop hoping for things to get back to normal and come back to one abiding truth and really realize it. They can embrace it. Change is here, is the new normal, constant change. So kind of funny, don't you think, that I started off by saying, yeah, 2022 is going to be mild and not without, you know, I mean, we won't have a whole lot of swings, good or bad. And then I kind of go into change is the new constant. <laughs> but in actuality, it's true. And I'm just trying to show us that we're like in this funky little plateau year. It's a lull year amid a decade of huge changes. So like if I can say one thing to you guys besides embrace this concept of change is constant and get over the fear of change, start to embrace it, learn how to move with it, groove with it, and, you know, kind of make it your own, really make it something that, that works in our favor, instead of against us. The other thing I want to say is take this year as your opportunity to really kind of sit and relax, take a deep breath after the last couple of years that we've had, um, do something that's rejuvenating, enjoy this kind of lull year, dream, Make some new plans because, again, a tiger year is all about going and getting what it is that you want and what you need. So with that in mind, I'm going to ask Ms. Claudia to please bring in our first caller, and then I'm going to get into our predictions um, specifically. How does that sound? It sounds beautifully. So, our, our first caller is a caller using Take My Call. Mary, welcome to the show. Hi, Sati. I'm so grateful to be connected with you today. Um, I've got hey, a lot Mary. going on. Hey, um, there's a lot going on in my life with my health and all, and 
this apartment that I'm living in has got some issues and like mold and things and um I I I really don't know how to ask you um except if you could just kind of if you can tune in to me and see what's ahead for me um if I need to move out of this apartment or I was feeling that I would live here at least another year but um if you can kind of look ahead and see and I had connected with you before um on Claudia's show and uh you had told me that there was going to be some change some big change happening in my life started in, in, coming into this year and I, if you could just maybe um let me know uh what you see happening for me um i guess is what i'm asking if you can just kind of let me know what what's ahead so sorry i put the phone on mute for a moment so i'm like gapping <laughs> nothing's going through okay so well, hello again, Miss Mary. I'm happy to speak with you again. It's always wonderful to speak with people I have spoken with before. So, you know, for you, um, I really want to um, incentivize you, ask you to please take more time this year to learn about your core. And I want to talk about this on a couple of levels. Core self who you are, core health, and um, core wants and needs. This is your year to really make some very positive shifts and changes, and um, definitely you need to move out of that apartment. Absolutely. Um, like before I even really started looking at things that came up, um, but, you know, I want to say you've kind of been lost a little bit for a while. I understand that. There, life can take us away from ourselves and who we understand ourselves to be or what we really want. Sometimes, not always, but sometimes, and in your case, for sure. And with your guides, you know, they really want you to remember your core self. And one of the very best and easiest ways to do that is to remember who we were from age six and under in this lifetime. Write down our personality traits, who we were, what, what we thought, like what we believed in, what we understood, um, you know, what it was that made you you. Because the world hadn't yet changed you. And this goes out to everybody that's listening today. If you want to know who you really are, look back at who you were between the ages of, you know, one and six. One and five in particular. And get back, Miss Mary, to that core self. That self that is more of your true nature. And from there, start to dream and plan and, and become what it is that you really are because time, you're ready. And your guides are like, they've got pom-poms. I'm not kidding you. They're showing me pom-poms. They're like, go, go, go. 
Um, so yes, definitely it's time to move. You definitely need to bring your your health back to a solid, um, let's say, core um, stability. And you know, I know you're worried about money, and I know that that really concerns you. But as long as you stay in the apartment you're in ill health is going to continue and get worse and you're going to find that you're not able to make so much money. So by moving and taking on that extra expense of moving, you actually save more money in the long run because you can work more and you can acquire more um, and, and you can bring more of what you truly want into life and you can start living again, honey. That's really what you want for 22 is to start living again does all of that make sense yeah um i don't i don't work anymore i'm i'm 71 years old and um but um it does make a lot of sense um but do, that doesn't am I necessarily do, matter am, am I, mary let me interrupt you for two seconds i'm okay. so sorry let me just explain this for two seconds it doesn't matter how old you are there are many many ways to make passive income in this world that that you can create an income in addition to what you're getting through retirements and social securities and stuff of course, you have to check into how all of that augments and how that might take away from some of what you have and balance yeah. it. But there's lots of ways to make passive income or income doing something that you really, really love to do that feeds your soul and brings you back to a place of living life happily, right? So I'm sorry, please yeah. continue. I just needed to explain no, that. I, yes. Yeah, thank you for explaining that. That makes sense. And, and yes, thank you. Um, can you tell if I'm going to move, am I going to move into another apartment or am I going to move in with someone? Um, no, I see I, moving in. I'm sorry. I see you moving into another apartment. Okay. And you think that needs to be done soon, not wait Absolutely. a year? Absolutely. Really? As, as soon as possible for your mental health, your emotional health, and your physical health. Absolutely. It's time. And, you know, the last time we spoke, this was kind of hinted to, but which I don't remember. Your guides are telling me this. But it wasn't the right timing. And that's one of the things about Tiger Years that you're going to hear me talk about on the show today is that, you know, this is the year tigers kind of lay in wait. And they wait for that very perfect right timing opportunity. And that's when they leap. That's when they jump, and that is what your guides are have been waiting for, is this right, perfect opportunity. So it's time for you to do a lot of things and to get back to living. Okay, do you see anything else that I need to do besides move? <laughs> well, I know that you want to bring love back into your life, Um on a relationship level, whether that's with somebody you're with or it's with somebody new, but I'm, it's, it's doesn't come until more towards spring because you're going to be going through all of these other changes in between time. So kind of put that on the back burner. Um, but really, first and foremost, you know, make the apartment change so that you can come into better health and then go for um, 
work-related stuff that can bring in extra income on a passive level. Um, there's so many opportunities like that. I mean, you can Google that right now, and you'll find there's a boatload of things that you can do using the skills you already have or doing something that you truly love. Okay, Miss okay. Mary? Oh, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. This is going to be a good year for you. It's a turning point, so really embrace that. Okay, wonderful. Okay, thank you so much. You're so very welcome. And Miss Claudia, you. I'm going to I'm sorry. I'm kind of talking over people today. I apologize so much. <laughs> no it always happens with these New Year's shows, doesn't it? Because I always have like so much I want to say. <laughs> I know. Go ahead. Continue. I'm so sorry. So let's look at the new year in terms of the Chinese astrology that I've kind of been talking about. This is something I like to mention every time we do these New Year's shows. Um, the Chinese New Year starts on February 1st this year, and that changes with the lunar cycles. But this year it's February 1st, so it's coming up in just a couple of weeks, and it's the year of the tiger. Tigers are placid, and it's a water tiger year, which is more placid than most. And these years are usually marked by giant leaps forward. You know, people initiating action like what I just spoke about with Miss Mary. It's time to initiate change. It's time to really go after what you want. Um, it's about having courage, good energy, good juju, good health, confidence kind of like a keen desire to learn, which then in turn teaches us all of this stuff. So there's new discoveries, um, scientific discoveries, and all kinds of discoveries. Um, the ability to face challenges more squarely, not shy away from them. And to kind of do everything, all of these things I've talked about, while calmly and methodically getting rid of the old negatives anything that has held us back. It means promotions in work. So those of you that are actually in, in the work environment, in the workaday world, you know, you can, this is a good year to go after those promotions and to ask for promotions because um, they'll be coming your way. It's a good year for having and finding good love relationships, but that's kind of secondary to the work. The work is always the first. Um, it's also interesting because, like, tiger years are not great for communication. So you kind of got to watch how you say things and what you say, and especially within love relationships. Um, tigers just aren't great communicators. They kind of roar. <laughs> roar. And that roaring doesn't always get people to love you. It'll maybe get them to do what you want, but it doesn't mean that you'll feel that reciprocation of love. So, you know, um, keeping all of these kind of things in the back of your mind, I think will really help. Some of the negatives of water tiger years are the tendencies towards irritability or overdoing things. And here's the big one, overconfidence overindulgence. You know, tigers, they are kind of known for having a whole lot of confidence, pride, um, and stepping forward where angels fear to tread, right? 
So don't let that get you into too much trouble, of course. Maybe even like not preparing for things. They may lie in wait, they may be patient that way, but they're not good at preparing for the future. So again, um, you know, when I speak about people finally accepting climate change as being more of a real thing in 22 and pushing for changes, they're not pushing too hard and they're really not yet too worried. In some ways, we're still kind of the grasshopper in summer, forgetting that winter is like right around the corner. So my advice for this year, for a water tiger year, um, is to understand that it only comes once in a 60-year cycle. And it's coming at a time when, you know, we're in kind of a lull, quiet year. So, like, take this opportunity to rejuvenate, to retune into self, to retune into those things that you love, those people you love. And, you know, build that community around you and, you know, rest, right? And go after things and then rest. Go after that promotion you want and then rest. Go after that love relationship you crave. Make the giant leaps forward, previously been too afraid to take. But look before you leap, right? Be prepared as much as possible with these big decisions especially. And try to take the advice of the wise. Like, tigers aren't great at taking advice. <laughs> they might swat you instead or roar. <laughs> um, they tend to have so much confidence they often don't think they need it, right? So seek out those that you deem wise and make sure you're prepared for the changes that you want to initiate. And then, of course, relax. Let it all go and see what happens. One of the other pieces of advice I'd give this year is that it's all about discipline, right? Discipline is the key to making any large changes that you wish to make or bringing things to fruition that maybe has been in the works for a while, right? In a tiger year, discipline is kind of hard to come by. Um, and there are always some challenges to getting what you want in a tiger year. So, um, while it's a great year to relax you and calm the nervous system and get your physical, mental, emotional health back in order so you can enjoy this beautiful, smooth, placid year that the water tiger brings, you still really do want to go after things. And so what this talks about mainly is balance, finding the balance between those two so you're not overdoing and you're not overresting. So one of the last things I want to say about this is that um, this can be a harder year in which to save money because tiger years tend to be about extravagance, doing things overboard, over much, and especially like where money is concerned. And I need to say this, you're going to hear certain things that I'm talking about be repeated in different ways during this show. And one of the things I really want people to understand is that this is a harder year in which to save money due to a lack of perceived dis discipline and a desire for older indulgence, overindulgence. But it's a stable year, and so it's really kind of like the best year to put your 
best foot forward with saving money. And it's important because next year doesn't look so great monetarily for a lot of us, and especially here in the United States. So you need to really put some money away for a rainy day this year. And while health holds steady in a tiger year, from the perspective of the pandemic, that's not necessarily maybe what we want, right? And I'm going to kind of talk about the pandemic in just a moment. The last year we had a water tiger year back in 1962 to 1963, which was just a little bit before my time. That At that time, the Beatles gave us Love Me Do, their first single. The polio vaccine totally fixed polio. And the measles vaccine finally got us on top of the measles. And I find that very interesting because everything is cyclical. So, you know, there's still a lot of controversy around vaccines with COVID. But, and I believe that the vaccines will help to get us on top of COVID and definitely can and should do that this year. And here we have some evidence of that from the past. The Cuban Missile Crisis almost brought us back into a major world war, and there will be increased tensions with certain countries in the world, like China, for example. Kennedy was assassinated, and finally, the civil rights protests were held across the South, but they were largely nonviolent on the protesters' side. The other side was a little bit of a different story, right? And that brings us to Martin Luther King's famous speech, I Had a Dream. All of this was brewing and bubbling and happening during the last Water Tiger year. And I said that Water Tiger years are pretty placid, and that's the look of placid that I'm talking about, right? There still was a whole lot that was happening. And there still will be a lot that will happen this year for us as well, but not giant big things. Um, okay. One other thing about this is that um, hidden things come to light in a water year in general, having nothing to do with a tiger year. Um, and, you know, We've been having a whole lot of things come to light, a whole lot of hidden things that have been revealed in the last couple of years, last six years in particular. So I'm thinking this is probably the last year for things to be revealed, and then that kind of is going to take a little bit of a rest for a while. Um, so kind of the culmination year. And especially since next year is a rabbit year, which is a time of mercy and peace, um, and luck. So anything that hasn't yet been revealed, I think absolutely will show up this year, possibly the first month or two of the next year, but that's about it. One of the things I want to go back to is this economic concept, right? In 1998 and in 2010, which were also tiger years, not water years, not water tiger years, but tiger years, their um, money issues were kind of on the small side. However, both of those years came right before some big downswings in the U.S. economy, which is another reason, like I said before, to save money this year. So, like in 1998, the tech bubble, bubble burst. 
And in 2010, the housing market bubble burst. And both of us sent us, both of those things sent us into many recessions, um, which I also see for next year, or possibly as soon as later this year. Um, and and I, I, it's interesting because it shouldn't come in a water tiger year, but I feel it kind of coming. And um, that timing that tigers are so famous for having, that's where I'm kind of struggling a little bit. And if I am to go ahead and lay my money on something, I would say probably later this year versus next year um, as the start of it. But it's coming one way or the other. So, you know, even though the U.S. economy is going to hold fairly steady this year, as we move closer to 23, that's going to change. And here's the other thing is that one thing about water tiger years is that oftentimes money can be lost through stupidity, like doing something stupid. So try to avoid that if you can. Um, that does unfortunately kind of leave, leave, leave some credence to what I was speaking about with the U.S. economy. So I want to talk a little bit about the pandemic now. I think it's going to continue to die this kind of like slow death. Even though it's near the end, yay, 23 marks the end of COVID. Yay. So, but unfortunately, this year in 22, there's still like a variant or two, maybe three that's going to be coming up and still some loss of life. Um, and it unfortunately looks like another um, challenging variant, kind of like what we've had with um, Omicron. Uh, or the alpha, which started it all in the first place. As we slide into summer, it'll get better until the new, now cyclical rise of COVID again in the fall and winter. One thing I really want to mention here is that COVID is trying to teach us something. The pandemic is trying to teach us something important. And a lot of folks are still kind of resistant to acknowledging all that's going on with this, thus acknowledging the lesson of this. But one of the things it's trying to teach us is how to kind of like take care of ourselves better, but also how to take care of others better. You know, we've kind of become a pretty selfish society, self-interested. Me first. It's all about me. Me, 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 me. My opinion, my thoughts, my desires, my wants. I don't really want to work much or, you know, whatever it might be. So, you know, the pandemic has been trying to teach us to take care of ourselves on a physical, mental, emotional, spiritual level, obviously. But it also wants us to take care, learn to take care of others to think of others more and not put ourselves before others. You know, really there needs to be kind of like this balance where one chooses moment by moment whether you and your needs need to come first or if the other person's needs need to come first. Right? And that's the balance that we're trying to create this year in 22. So my last thing that I'm going to say before I take my next call is on the vaccines. 
I believe and I see that the vaccines will be more effective with these last few variants than even they will be with Omicron. Um, those in extreme poverty, the slums, the homeless, um, or people that, you know, have refused to get the vac vaccination or refuse that COVID is actually a thing, um, or those who have not had access to vaccinations. Um, this is where the last large variant is going to show up the most. It's going to target these people the most, unfortunately. And I am not a big vaccine proponent. I know it may sound like I am. I'm actually not. I, I kind of, I'm not an anti-vaxxer. I think that there are, you know, times for vaccinations and times when we go a little overboard with vaccinations, especially in this country. But in a pandemic that has been holding on as long as this is, or this has been, we need to kind of look at that. And I know that people still kind of get it mixed up in their minds. Well, the vaccination hasn't stopped the spread, slowed the spread. Well, that's because vaccinations aren't designed to do that. They are designed to stop you personally from getting the disease or getting it as badly as maybe you would have previously. But it does not do anything for transmission. So kind of keep that in the back of your mind. That's scientifically a fact. You can look that up. All right, Miss uh, Claudia, I have um, a, time, a moment here that I can take another caller, um, and I think that might be all for today. I might have room for one more, but um, we'll see. I'll talk fast later. <laughs> <laughs> no problem. So let's make a pick. Do we get Alabama, California, Illinois, Maryland, or New York? Oh, let's go with Illinois. That was the place I was born. Okay, so Barbara, you're in luck. Welcome to see you. Oh, wow, this is fabulous. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have to ask, thank you for taking my call. Um, I have to ask, um, what is best for me in 2022? What is coming uh, towards me in 2022? More community, more getting out, more being with others, more of um, embracing love and finding love in hidden places. So, you know, if you're with somebody, be careful about that one. Um, and, you know, just being more social, being happier, finding more ties to other people, finding greater community, um, you know, like really enjoying life and enjoying your time with others. And it's interesting because that is not what you might think I would say. You have other ideas in your mind, and you were hoping for confirmation of those, but your guides want you to not focus so much on that which you already know and that you don't really need confirmation of because you already know it. What they want you to focus more on is emotional health, well-being, and 
you know, being in a place where you can interact happily and bringing more love into your life through interaction with others. Finding ways to befriend others that, you know, maybe you might not have befriended before and, and experiencing the gift they bring. Um, it's kind of a, a really interesting and very beautiful year for you this year. A lot, a lot of happiness for you this year. Um, but again, I don't think that's what you wanted me to talk about, but that's what your guides really want you to understand. Does that help? It doesn't. It wasn't what I was looking for. <laughs> that's true. That you're absolutely spot on. But you already know that what you're looking for does not need confirmation because you already have had it. So it's like, don't beat the horse asking for more and more confirmation. You know that's coming. So just let that happen. This is something you weren't expecting, and that's really what a psychic is good for, is telling you what you don't expect. <laughs> very true. Very, very true. Yep. It's what my higher self, uh, yeah, they know better. Sometimes. Not always, but sometimes. It's true. <laughs> you know, but it's not the message that you want. It's the one you need to hear. Sometimes. Thank you, All right, Mama. my friends. Thank you so much. Oh. Okay, Sati, continue. <laughs> Thank you, Miss Claudia. Boy, you have so much that you have to do today on the show, don't you? <laughs> oh, okay. So U.S. economy, let's kind of talk about that. It's in a slow decline, which started a year or two ago. So it's slow. We can't see it. We don't really acknowledge it or register it yet. It's kind of echoing the slow pandemic death. But 22 is not a year for big economic gains, and it's not a big year for giant losses either. That's kind of good, right? It looks more like a steady kind of slow decline um, that kind of has some rises and some small falls. It goes back and forth that way with, you know, that slow decline kind of running the show. Inflation, for example, is going to continue to rise in 2022, which will shift the housing markets because interest rates will go up. But the economy holds fairly steady even through this decline. So mainly this affects housing and spending, right? Stocks will go down a little bit, but on that slow slide, um, and more so than like housing, or sorry, it'll go slower than housing and spending. Housing and spending, you're going to find that spending is going to go up. Housing in moves and the housing market in general is going to go down. But commodities will go up. So like gold, platinum, titanium to a certain extent. Some cryptocurrency rises will occur, although the cryptocurrency rises will be brief. But if you really want to look at where to put some money, gold, platinum, titanium, that kind of thing. Platinum came up twice, by the way. 
um, moving in general, like moving from house A to house B, will be down in 22 in the U.S. and abroad. So that means that more houses will be on the market and they won't be moving as fast as in the last couple of years. So even though the guides had mentioned um, the start of the Great Migration a couple of years ago, which we definitely are still in, we're taking a bit of a hiatus from that in 22. It's that way all around, right? It's kind of this whole lull thing, right? Worldwide, excuse me, things will not be quite as cheery economically as in the United States. That said, China will do very well in 22, but not the rest of Asia. Europe and Russia will also struggle. They're going to do much bigger swings of up and down and not hold quite a steady. Um, but here's the surprising thing that I thought was very interesting that the guides brought to me, not that I asked about, in other words. Africa's economy will actually start to rise while a more established country's economy starts to decline. Now think about that. It's huge. It's not that everyone everywhere, the economies are rising. Africa has had such a hard time getting this ball rolling. I mean, it's been centuries since they were really a wealthy country. And they're starting to head more towards greater wealth, which is huge, especially when other countries are kind of declining. And I see this due to agriculture, green tech, new green in-country um, kind of you know, investments is more of what I'm seeing. So again, if you're looking for someplace to invest in the green movement in Africa, mm, in agriculture in Africa, mm, that's where I'd be putting a little bit more of my money this year. So let's look at travel. People will be traveling more in 22, whether they should or they shouldn't, has nothing to do with anything. They have the bug to go, and people feel kind of like they've been missing out, you know? So world travel will be up, which will go a long way towards easing mental and emotional stresses, although it won't necessarily help with COVID, right? But Americans will be going home. So they'll be going to their past, to their family, to their friends, to their high school reunions, to see new family members. Um, birth and, and the importance of birth will be up this year. Um, they'll be going back, Americans will be going back to people who know and love them, as opposed to going camping or to U.S. or they'll be going to other countries. But mainly, I feel like this year is all about going to see people more so than going to see places. This is a water and earth year. Now, this has nothing to do with me talking about a water year with the tigers, um, or, or Chinese astrology, sorry, with the water tiger year. Um, every year, the guides, have, and they've been doing this for 10 years now, they come to me at the beginning of the year and they say, this is an air year, or this is a fire year, or this is a whatever year, right? So this year, it's a water and earth year combined. So that means more flooding, more rain, rain bombs. It also means big storms, like really big storms. 
this can come with tornadoes and hurricanes that have air intermixed with it. And there is a little bit of a, an intermixing of air this year, which I'm going to kind of talk about in a minute. But to the water aspect, there's a lot more algae and algae growth that's coming into the water, a lot more impurities, problems with water tables, um, pollution, toxins in the water, that kind of thing that's going to be happening this year. But flooding, 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 flooding. And, you know, last year was a big year for floods, too. Also, Earth year, so things like earthquakes, land or mudslides, volcanoes, sinkholes. And, you know, this all really echoes last year. We had a lot of volcanoes go off last year, a lot more than ever has be gone off before, interestingly. A lot of mudslides and landslides because of the fires. Kind of all works together sinkholes, that kind of thing, but also the rise of bugs like insects, more bugs being born, larger populations, that kind of thing. Not that much heavy snow here in Colorado, so for my Colorado peeps that are listening today, we're not going to get a lot of snow, unfortunately. New predictions will also be coming out from climate scientists in 22, and we really need to listen to them this time because they'll have pretty clearly defined ideas of how things are going to go and they're going to be right. One of the things we really need to watch in 22 is the air. Now, I'm not talking about that air year thing. I just was saying like water and earth. It's not an air year. But two things come up for me. Gases that come up from the earth like methane and some carbon dioxide from like fires and permafrost um, melting, but pollution will be on the rise in 22, which is massively counterproductive to climate change and earth changes in general and warming. So air pollution and water pollution is something that really, really needs to be addressed in 22. The good thing for Americans is that people will want to go back to work in 22 due to boredom and the need for either money or companionship um, or, you know, they're just like bored out of their mind. Um, so joblessness will start to abate and companies will actually even pay more for jobs in 22. So this is the year to return to the workforce and maybe even ask for a little bit more money than what the job might be worth. And don't go crazy with that, right? But ask for a little bit more money than what your job might be worth during the hiring process. And that takes us to elections. Elections are kind of getting tricky in the U.S. Some want to diminish the right to vote while others are trying to create more eligibility to vote. It's going to be a leading issue in 22. Like, put that in big capital letters with, you know, italics and bold <laughs> icons, everything, right? Elections will be far more secure in 22 than they ever have been before, which is one good thing that kind of comes out of all of this yelling over stolen elections on both sides, fraud concepts and insecurity in elections. The funny thing is they actually keep getting more and more secure, kind of a good byproduct of that. Um, I do know what will happen with the 2022 elections, but I, I feel because elections and everything are so political these days, 
not really going to get into that, and I ask you for your forgiveness on that. Protests are now a fact of life, and they're going to be growing all over the world and in the United States. Um, that will continue. But they won't get out of hand in 2022 like they kind of did with the Trump years and also like they kind of did, you know, in other eras of the past. We have reproductive breakthroughs in science in 2022. So for those of you that really have been wanting to get pregnant, this is the year that these breakthroughs come through that really help enable that. So it's going to be really good news for those who want their own children, right? Um, of course, that also includes some human cloning breakthroughs mostly on a tissue level versus like an organ level, meaning they're cloning mostly tissues versus organs. But I also saw some weird cloning humans, cloning stuff that I did not understand. And I, I have to tell you, sometimes as a psychic, I look at things and I can see something, but I don't quite understand what I'm seeing. Um, so I, I think that's going to be, kind of hard to find in the news because it's going to kind of be buried a little bit because there's so many fears around it, but it's going to be happening. Also, some alternative meats having to do with maybe growing tissue versus killing animals for meat. Um, this is going to be a breakthrough that comes out this year. And I'm not quite sure what I think of that. <laughs> I don't know if you are either. It's kind of funky, right? Sometimes the things the guides bring me is like, what, what? <laughs> Blockbuster movies are on the rise again. Not like pre-pandemic years, but it's much, much better. There's some remakes that have some resemblance and some that have a bare resemblance to old movies. And there's going to be some really fun new ones, but it's a much better year for going to the movies and enjoying that kind of distraction and rest and relaxation. Um, the mood in general. People outside of the U.S. are better able to embrace change. I got to say that, so sorry, at this point in society. Um, it's not ever really been that way before, but it is now. Um, so they can kind of ride through it a little bit better. Here in the U.S., we tend to be pretty resistant to change, um, just to be pretty brutally honest. And we're seeing kind of the results of that everywhere in the U.S. with so many things being broken. Everybody's talking about the school system broken, the healthcare system broken, this broken, that broken, whatever, right? Well, that's because people are resistant to change. Things are resistant to change. If they're not changing, right? That said, people in the U.S., will want greater authentic connection with others this year, greater connection with self, greater connection with love. There's going to be more of a mood of optimism to some extent um, because it's a better year all the way around and people get to rest and kind of go, whew, all of that craziness that's been going on the last six years, wow, we kind of got to rest from that. Yay! Recoup, revamp, regain some sense of peace, right? Things will still be happening, but we will all have a better mood. We'll feel better about things. But do remember, as, as I come towards the close of this show, and whatever else Claudia has to say um, as, as we end the show, um, I maybe even take one more client um, it, or uh, caller. It depends on what Claudia 
and what time we have, but um, I want to really say to everybody, change is the new normal. Please learn to embrace this. Befriend it. Make change your friend. And try to see how it can benefit you instead of being so fearful of it. Let go of the thought will be normal any time in the future. This decade in particular, the 20s, all about change. Remember the new motto, change is the new constant. <laughs> That's beautiful. And Sati, so what changes are we seeing on the Seeking Divinity Sati Chappelle show for this year? Oh, you're so funny. You know what's really interesting. I have been totally looking at cha big, giant changes that's happening with myself and my husband um, and things coming up for 22 and with, you know, the world and the U.S. and all of these things. I have not really looked at changes that are coming for seeking divinity this year because I've really been so focused elsewhere. And we are only a couple of days into the new year. So I think people can give me a little bit of a, of a, of a break with that one. But um, I, I'll tell you next time that we come to the show, the, the first week of February, please tune back in and I will talk about some of the changes coming to um, my, my own personal business and what I want to offer to the world. Um, I know February for me is, the guides have already told me that it's a huge time of revelation for me with some new abilities that are coming in, some new offerings that I'm going to be bringing forward, uh, new things that are going to be happening. So February and March are going to be big months for revealing all of that. But honestly, because I knew it was coming in February, I didn't really take the time to look <laughs> at it. So I love that you asked, though. <laughs> but it's something to look forward. And people can go to SeekingDivinity.com to find more about those changes or to uh, have a one-on-one -on -one reading with you because sometimes just one question is not enough. And we want more of that. Well, also, Miss Claudia, um, which those are great points. I've been adding new content to the um, website over the last couple of months. So there's new articles to read, new things to 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 get involved with, and that's going to continue throughout January. Um, I really want to be adding a lot more content this year, um, and I'm making that a big priority in January in particular. So refer back to it often. You might find a whole lot of more interesting things. I'm going to be adding a bunch of um, channeled information. I have over 500 channelings that I'm getting ready to put on the website in various forms and excerpts and whatnots. I did say that correctly, 500. <laughs> so, you know, there's going to be a lot of things. It's going to be a great source for information. Thank you, Sati, for that. And thank you for being here. Thank you for those predictions. I'm really looking forward for 2022. And not to spend too much money, although you feel like you finally want to get out and do stuff, so let's be mindful for that. And um, Sati, thank you for that. Is there anything else you want to say before we finish with today's show? Yes, 
I think that, and thank you for giving me the opportunity, honey. I think that it has become kind of the new normal, if I can go against what I said at the beginning of the show, to kind of have a little bit of a pessimistic view about things because things have been so challenging and, and there's been so many hardships that have come, especially here to this country in the last four years. But I really would like to say to people, this is a great year to bring optimism back into your life. Remember, we are all co-creators of this life, this world, and what happens in it. And as long as we have some optimism for what we're experiencing and where we're going, we can create more of that. Whereas if we have greater pessimism and we feel like it's just going to all be crap, then we'll have more of that. So try to put more emphasis upon creating greater optimism and happiness this year so that going forward we can ease some of these changes that are coming in in the decade of the 20s. Thank you so much, Ms. Claudia, for having me today. Thank you, everyone, for listening and tuning in. And I'm wishing everybody a bright and beautiful, extremely happy 2022. Bye for now. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Over and by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.